And I was like, why are you so obsessed with me? Bienvenidos a Radio Menea. I am Vero Valletti Flores. And I'm Miriam Soila Perez. And each week we bring you a mix of mainstream and alternative Latinx jams based on around a new theme. And this week's theme, I think, is amazing. <laughs> It's shade. Yes, shade. Uh, we are so excited about this. And of course, to commemorate an episode on shade, we're listening to the very queen of shade in my book. This is Obsessed by Mariah Carey. Boy, why How would you how would you define shade? Oh my god! You know, I was looking this up the other day because it's like, how do I define shade? Like, I just like use it so yeah. much a part of my lexicon right. that I don't even think of any other way to talk about it. But shade is like it's like a diss basically. But I, I, there's a little je ne sais quoi that's not encompassed in a diss. It's like it's an art form. It's like the art mm -hmm. of the diss right. basically. Right. Right. And this is why Mariah is so good at it. She's a, an artist of shade. If shade were an instrument, Mariah would be a virtuoso. <laughs> You're so poetic. I I love your love for Mariah Carey. I think it's really in contrast to a lot of your other tastes, and I think it's kind of amazing. Oh my God, it is just absolutely unending. And you know, my personal mission in life is to let everybody know that her father was Venezuelan. Yes. I think not enough people know that. I had no idea. Yeah, as a Venezolana, it's like my personal mission to claim her uh, as that. People assume that she's mixed uh, white and black American, but she's mixed white and black Venezuelan. And it's just really important to me to claim her. She is incredible. She has the range. She is just the baddest. I can't get enough of her. Yeah, I mean, she's amazing. She's amazing. I think I, the music of hers I know better is like her love songs than I do some of the shadier stuff that you were telling me about. <laughs> but that's not surprising. <laughs> So this song in particular um, is actually a diss track that is directed at, uh, not so subtly, at Eminem. So the backstory is that Eminem claimed that they like dated for a few months and then over the following months, according to him, uh, just proceeded to continually insult her because I guess like hating women was part of his shtick. But in classic Mariah fashion, in classic I don't know who she is style, which is like her go-to shady line, uh, she releases this song and it's just full of so many gems, starting with, will the real MC please stand up? <laughs> and 
is incredible because she's it's like a play on like MC Mariah Carey, like Eminem is not a really good MC. All of these mm-hmm. um excellent excellent like you know like will the real that's i mean that's a lot shady right, please exactly. stand yeah. up she's like it's just like direct artful. reference direct it's, reference to him <laughs> you know and she says things like i'm a press conference you're a conversation it's just so good <laughs> and in classic mariah fashion she denies the whole thing it says that she um you know she doesn't really she's never dated eminem uh and even denies that this is a diss track towards Eminem saying that she decided to record this track because of a line in Mean Girls. Mm. But it's just like so obviously directed at Eminem. In the video, she even cross-dresses to look like yeah. Eminem so that so it's to have a cross-dressing Eminem look-alike stalker. So yeah, but that's, that's, it's just incredible. That's shade, right? It's like I'm, I'm directing so much energy towards you, but I'm going to pretend like you don't matter. So I'm going to like be, you know, it's like there's so that, good. like layers. I mean, I feel like that comes up in a lot of the songs that we're going to be talking about today. But yeah, that it's like, you're not important, but like, here's all this fire towards you, you know? Totally, totally. You know, I recently went on um, Alt Latino to talk um, on an episode to talk about uh, Las Mostras, just the baddest Latinas in the music game. And she had to be on it. You know, Mariah is a legend. I just feel that she's completely untouchable in my eyes. Even when she's ridiculous, I love her. That's a love. You just, like, won't stop claiming her. (laughs) And her, like, Latina. I won't. I won't. I will never. She's ours. Does she ever reference it? Does she ever claim it? Um, I think that she did. She did. um, I don't know that she's, like, out there claiming to be a Latina in her, like, everyday life. But... Uh, she has definitely talked about it. She talked about how her last name, like, you know, if her if she'd had her father's last name, she would have had a Latino last yeah. name, but she got her mother's oh, last name, okay. you know? And All she's right. like, you know, like, this could have been my last name. Yeah. What, do you um, remember what his last name is? I want to say Nunez, but I don't oh really know. Oh, my God. Know. Like, that would have changed everything. I wonder if she would have changed it for, like, entertainment industry purposes if it had been Nunez. Yeah, I mean, when Mariah first came out, they tried to sell her as, like, a white girl, you know, because she's, like, mixed and, like, ambiguously ethnic enough that, like, she could, like, you know, just be, like, maybe not a white girl, but just, like, a mainstream pop star that, like, didn't really, you know, doing R&B and, like, um, associating herself with hip-hop and hip-hop artists was her choice, right? right? It was something that she demanded out of her career and um, not something that was in the works for her at first and it was a risk it was considered a risk for her yeah because I feel like I always knew her as a black artist because of that choice you know the choice that she made to be so yeah yeah R&B I feel like my admiration for you Veto grows when you like love pop stars so hard like Mariah Carey (laughs) (laughs) it's not all about the underground for you (laughs) no definitely not all right well the first song I have for you all is Yuvia by Eddie Santiago me digas nada, ya lo sabía Que nuestro romance acabaría No me digas nada, no quiero más palabras Porque aun siendo tuyas me lastima No me digas nada Ya me zamora tu hipocresía No me digas nada El tonto aquí he sido yo 
tell us about this song first. Oh, man. So this song is a classic. Like, definitely grew up listening to this song. You know, it's one of those that, like, anytime I would hear it randomly, I'd be like, oh, my God, this song. Like, I remember it really strongly. So I'm sure, you know, my father or somebody else would listen to it. But it's just a classic, like, salsa romantica. Um, and I, you know, I again, like, I hadn't really listened to the lyrics super closely. You know, it's just like the music is just kind of in the background for me. And I don't always, like, pay attention to what's actually being talked about. But when I was thinking about this episode, I was listening to my music with this in mind. And I was like, oh, my God, this song is so shady. Because it's like, he's got this really, like, <laughs> upbeat voice. And, like, the vibe, the beat of it, because it's salsa romantica, is, like, very upbeat. But, like, really, he's, like, trashing her. Right, right. He's, like, basically calling her the ice queen. <laughs> So it's like clearly some ex-girlfriend who really crossed him and you don't know what she did. Um, he never tells you what she did, but you know, tus besos fríos como la lluvia. Like, woo! And I'm, I know, like clearly he's like really hurting and there's just so many amazing lyrics. Like, um, like don't call your like hypocriticalness love. He says something about how he has to find someone. Ouch. Yeah. He has to find someone who will love me like you'll never be able to love. <laughs> so basically, yeah, you're like an ice queen incapable of love. Well, shout out the ice queen that inspired this song. Yeah, I know, right? Like, what did she do? I really want to know what she did to him. Um, but it's, it's just a, it's an amazing song. And, and I love, I think, that, yeah, that contrast between the lyrics being so, like, upbeat sounding and the music sounding so upbeat. But then really he's, like expressing so much i know if you didn't understand what he was saying you'd think that it was just like another upbeat song yeah he's just like you know love rain whatever yeah but nope nope but it's low-key so shady yeah he's so it's so harsh <laughs> and his stuff is pretty like lovey-dovey so this is a little unusual for him i think but um he had a couple of big hits he's puerto rican artist a couple of big hits. He had kind of an amazing mustache when I was like looking at researching him he from this era. Yeah, so some good mustache action going on, Eddie. Um, but I haven't seen anything from him since like 2006, so I'm not sure if he's retired or what he's up to. I don't know that Salsa Romantica is like as popular now as it was in that era. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I love the song. I definitely always want to dance to it, and I appreciate it even more now that I understand the shadiness that it invokes. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like shadiness helps helps me like a song. I always <laughs> like some like well delivered shade. Right, you don't like pure just like love and adoration. You want like an edge to it. <laughs> and I'm fine without the edge, but I appreciate it for sure. Um, I was telling some friends about this episode, and they made started laughing and making fun of us for being so millennial for using like words like shade or I maybe mean, didn't say millennial but just like oh you're so hip the young people like shade you know and I was like what do you mean well mm. I don't know shade actually is a very like queer people of color mm. long-standing tradition right, right? Yeah. I think of I associate shade with queer communities of color mm. um, and maybe even like the ballroom Ball culture. scene although like I think it's a little bit um, more expansive yeah. you know like the concept of shade is way more expansive than that I could see that uh but uh but yeah it, it's not i don't think it's particularly new i do think that the kids these days know about it because of like rupaul's drag race and stuff mm -hmm. like why sometimes like i started wondering actually uh why i started hearing all these straight people using mm. the like using sh like shade yeah. like using not using shade but using those words yeah. of throwing shade right. and using like the words shade right and using it correctly and I didn't understand for the longest time like where did these like straight white people like learn this yeah. 
And then I figured it out that it was like that they were watching RuPaul's Drag Race and picking it up from there. Wow. So I think that I think that it's um, you know it's much it's not really new. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think that's totally true that it comes from like ball culture, even like side eye, like some of these different things that people say now. I think come from that same <laughs> tradition. All right. Well. I'll tell my friends they're wrong <laughs> about where it comes from. <laughs> I mean, they are also queer people of color, so I feel like they would be like, oh, right, okay, totally, yeah. So what do you have next for us? The next song that I have for you is called Loner, and it's by Caliuchis. I don't want to be a cigarette I don't wanna be your ashtray. I don't wanna be your doormat. Don't wanna be ignored. All of a sudden, you're not into me. And maybe it's not deliberate. And I know you never asked me. So I have to confess that when I first heard of Galiuchis, maybe like two and a half or three years ago, I was very skeptical. I heard of her like, I think on Remezcla, on this list of like artists to watch out for. She was there and the picture that they used, that she'd been using I guess for her promo, uh, she was dressed up to look a lot like Gwen Stefani, like in her Don't Speak, I'm Just a Girl era. She said that Gwen Stefani was like an idol of hers, like this icon. And I just had a, like an immediate battle reaction to that. And this is something that I've noticed um, a lot, especially for um, Latinas in California. And I didn't really understand it for a long time, why it was that so many Latinas who are amazing, who are, you know, hustlers, who are doing cool shit, who are making cool art, prop Gwen Stefani as an idol and an icon when Gwen basically took chola culture, yeah. repackaged it, whitewashed it, and sold it back. Mm. Sold back some like shitty ass version of the same thing. And I don't understand how um, so many Latinas ate that up. At the time there was such a dearth of people of like reflections of their culture, yeah. such a dearth in mainstream pop culture also of like actively feminist and female empowered folks on TV that they just ate it up because it's like what they had. So that like holds like a nostalgic place in their heart. But you know, folks like it's not a secret, right? Yeah. Gwen Stefani is like one of the most widely known worst offenders of cultural appropriation. The turning point for me came with this track that she did with Snoop Dogg called On Edge in about 2014 or so. And it was just so good that I just decided I was gonna look past that and enjoy it. And this song is so shady and amazingly perfect <laughs> yeah, breakup song. Great. So good because it's basically like listen you ain't shit this relationship was really no big for me but FYI I don't ever want to hear from you again so don't call me and it's so it's so excellent it's so real and all her stuff about like I was cool before I met you I was like fine on my own like I didn't need anybody and then you like manipulated me and you got me to open up and then you fucked me over like that's real 
Yeah, yeah. And so one of my favorite shady lines in this song, which I feel like you pointed out to me, Perez, mm. is, I should have left your ass in the friend zone. <laughs> yes. It's just oh. like, hindsight is twenty twenty. Oh my God. I There's just, there's a few people that I'm like, yes, that is true. I really should have left your ass in the friend zone. <laughs> rings true. It rings true. Just a, just a couple people. Like, I don't know, two. Yeah. Two or three people in my life where I'm like, you know what? I could have done without all of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Caliuchi's a, a Colombiana, yeah. and she was raised in Virginia, but I actually don't know where she's based now. If she's, like, still in Virginia. I have this idea that she's in L.A., but I think it's just because of, like, her fashion yeah. sense. Yeah. She has this, like, total, like, L.A. look yeah. to me. And the video looks uh, like L.A., too, for the song. And the video looks like L.A. So I just have this idea that she's in California, in Southern Cali, but in reality, I have no idea yeah. where she is. Well, I'm glad you came around because I, I do think she's she's pretty great and, you know, she is really gotta great. Forgive people. I'm glad I came around too. Got to forgive people their pop yeah, culture icons. You know, we've all made questionable choices. It's true. But really this, you know, this song is on her album Por Vida, which is really excellent. It came out in 2015. She's just an excellent soul songstress. I really love her. If you don't know her yet, for some reason, you really got to check her out. Uh, she's great. Well, the next song that I have for you all is Infiel by Carlos Rosé. Yo que me moría por ti Yo que por ti todo arriesgué Mis manos en el fuego Te di mi alma en pleno Jamás se traicioné Tú naciste para mentir Pero es que la vida es así really amazing bachata um and i think just like thinking about this episode like the whole genre of bachata is basically like love and then like shade about love like shade about (laughs) women who left you or women who never loved you or you know all sorts of different categories so it's like the two things like wrapped into one i think is basically bachata but i've been loving on the song for i don't know a couple of like months now i think i mean just the title infiel i mean that tells you basically everything you need to know infiel it's so like dramatico you know it's basically all about a woman who cheated on him and he's like so done with her because she cheated so many feelings about it i mean there's one line tu no tienes alma solo sabes mentir like like harsh (laughs) it's so harsh like i'm not just gonna say that you suck i'm gonna like tear you down in the most dramatic way possible over and over again throughout the lyrics of the song um so that's 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 amazing so shady 
being cheated on is such a breach of trust yeah. that it's hard not to be just like completely shady mm-hmm. and not to just just like really forget about the humanity of the person mm-hmm. and just be like fuck you right. you're the you worst. just feel so betrayed yeah and yeah you know this one's about her trying to come back after cheating so it's like not only did she cheat but now she's trying to come back and he's like oh hell no Oof. it's like bye felicia oh no no uh-uh you're infiel. no like yeah you don't you don't even have a soul like i'm not gonna <laughs> be with you you don't have a soul like you can't get much shadier Damn. than that tell someone they don't have a soul Damn. Yeah, and there's just so much feeling in the way that he sings, which is why I love Bachata, because there's just, like, so many feelings. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> so many. It's amazing. So many feelings. So he's a Dominican Bachatero. Oh. He's kind of, like, new to the scene, although he, he got, like, initially kind of got found through um, some television work that he did, but he immigrated to the U.S. when he was okay. six. He's in New York City. And his big first single that was, like, super popular was a Bruno Mars cover. And there's a whole, like, genre of mm. bachata covers of, like, non-Latino songs that are amazing. And we're going to talk about in a there future is. episode about covers. Um, but, yeah, he covered Just the Way You Are. And it was, like, at the top of the charts. But I don't – I'm not really a Bruno Mars fan, so I'm like, whatever. I really like just mm. the stuff that, that Carlos Jose is putting out on his own. Also, I have to say his name is amazing. This is, like, his – it's not actually his given I name, know. but um, it's his like rose. Mm-hmm, it's not so excellent. It's so good. Uh, it's somehow perfect for a bachata. Yeah, right. It sounds it sounds good. <laughs> cheesy wine, cheesy songs, you know, whatever. So this is from an album called Heminis or Gemini's, which was released in 2015, and I love the fact that that's the title of the album. I'm not sure if it's referring to a song or what, but I'm a Gemini, and I feel like I get so much shade from everybody about being a Gemini. <laughs> It's like no freaking joke. Like literally every date I go on ever, the person's going to ask me what my sign is. I'm going to tell them they're Gemini and then they're going to give me this like horrible face, like this like most ridiculous face. And I just, every time, that's hilarious. every time I just want to be like, fix your face, (laughs) forget what you heard, (laughs) not your crazy ex-girlfriend, like I don't know why, but oh people love to hate on Gemini's. That's hilarious because I didn't even know that you were a Gemini. Oh my god! We've, wait, wait, wait! We've never talked about this because I like, I literally, no. I literally have been like joking for two years about starting a campaign against astrological bias. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because You've probably been joking about it with your friends that are, know more. Yeah, of I know than I you do. hate astrology. Maybe that's why I've never talked to you about it because you're like, I don't hate it. I just don't know anything about it, nor am I really interested in knowing that much about it. That's like equivalent. It just doesn't pique my interest. <laughs> and you, no, I don't hate it. Well, you, I know you've also like <laughs> questioned everybody's interest in it and like why people are into it, and you know. So I guess I don't. I, I don't know. I just don't. I mean, whatever. It's an alternative way of knowing. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I just like I don't find it intriguing. It's well, you just have to add this to the list of things that you don't have to deal with because you're not in the dating scene. <laughs> because literally, I have yet to go on a date with anybody who has not asked me what my sign was. I know the queers are really into horoscopes. They're really into it, and I, you know, I, I like read the stuff, and I, I think like you get, you get knowledge from all over the place, but I do not appreciate the fact that people like assume that I'm like crazy. So I, I once like Googled on my phone. I was like searching um, about different astrological signs. Like I was basically putting in like our Gemini's, and then like seeing what would pop up, you know, like in the autofill part of Google. And literally when you, yeah. when you pop up, when you put our Gemini's, the things that come up are our Gemini's crazy and our Gemini's cheaters. 
And no, I literally went no, and so I, I, I know. And I literally went and searched all the other signs, and like they're all really innocuous. They're like, are Aries good in bed? Are I don't know, Capricorns good with Aquarius or whatever? But Gemini. So anyway, we get a lot of shade. That's and it's like hilarious. this is my campaign. Your campaign is like Mariah Carey and her Latini. That my campaign is <laughs> Gemini's. Uh, <laughs> forget what you heard. Like we're not, you know, we're not all bad. Like it's just you can't. You can't stereotype. That's not how this works. So anyway. Oh, amazing. So thank you, Carlos Jose. I don't even know what you're trying to do with this album, but I appreciate you. Maybe he's a Gemini. I should look that up. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and that's why I love him so much. Maybe. Um, but yeah, he's... Or maybe it's about Heminis cheaters. Mm. Maybe he's shading Gemini's. Uh-oh. I hope not. It's Uh-oh. possible. It's possible. I mean, we do have... Alternate theory. I will say, I have never cheated on a partner like... Those Reva's reputations just don't play out, man. <laughs> yes, consider the humanity of Gemini. Yes, forget you know. Take a minute before you make that. <laughs> take a minute before you make that face, okay? <laughs> oh, oh man, but yeah, he's he's got oh, some. Uh, I think he's got some new music coming out. He posted on Facebook recently that about that. So I'm excited. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be big. I feel like he's got a really great voice. And a good sound, and I, I think there's a future for him in Bachata, so I'm psyched about. Awesome. We'll be looking out. <laughs> will for will you. you be? Vero? Maybe. You're coming around. Maybe You're like coming when around. Carlos Rosé comes on the radio, I'll be like, oh, I know about this guy. <laughs> like what? Like what happened when Prince Royce came on the radio recently? Yes, yes, that happened to me. True facts. Prince Royce came on the radio the other day, and it was a song that we had on the show, and I didn't change it. I left it on. And you maybe sang along to it and sent me a snap of it? <laughs> maybe. You know, if Snapchat were permanent, that could be proven. But if there's no receipts, uh, I would Oh, okay. Next time. <laughs> next time I'll keep receipts. <laughs> Screenshot that. Yes. Awesome. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, Veta, what do you, what do you got All for right. us? What do you got for us? Our next song is by Sutsu, and it's called Tu No Tiene View. another one of those sort of instant hits for me like the second that I pressed play I knew that this was gonna be like a many plays sort of song and there's just so so much that's good here um Sut Sut is Alejandro Nunez who's a DJ and a producer from Monterrey Mexico and he's part of the sort of renowned underground artist collective and record label in Mexico called Nafi and he just makes the jams, right? Everything by Sutsu I am so into. 
Uh, and he also has some interesting political things to say uh, and that he explores if you take close looks at sort of his full body of work and his visuals. But this track in particular, I just find it to be genius. It's a remix of this of a song of the same name, um, Tu No Tiene View, originally by KDO featuring Boca de Lobo and Sufri. And it's such an excellent modern day shade song because it's basically one underground artist to another shading because of their lack of YouTube views. <laughs> so good. <laughs> like, oh, really? Like, I'm a, a really viable, excellent underground artist. I have YouTube views and you, tu no tiene view. Mm. Not to mention that it's a really exquisite use of Spanglish. Yes. yes. It's so excellent and such a, like, a really interesting and hilarious flavor of shade yeah I, I just really love it and it's just such a jam it was like my summer jam the summer of 2014 like every single day when it goes back to what we were saying like it's like I'm trying to say you don't matter but like clearly you matter because I wrote a whole song about you, <laughs> you <know? laughs> so it's like, but they have no views right Dennis. right right but you're paying <laughs> you're giving them a lot of attention you know so it's that same dichotomy like burn you don't matter but like clearly I really yes. I'm really caught up <laughs> <laughs> and then the best part is that to make it even shadier in what I'm choosing to interpret as a nod to the queen of shade this beat is sampled from you make me wanna by Jada Kiss featuring Mariah Carey so I'm just gonna leave that out there I think this song is really great and really shady and really perfect for today's episode Let's bring it back to your the love of your life <laughs> Mariah Carey yeah that's right <laughs> awesome what are we gonna end on Perez? yes so we're gonna end with a song called Vete con el by El Super Nuevo una moña al vecino pa que no me diga que tu te fuiste con el dime como tu pudiste hacerme eso a mi yo pensando que tu eras mi mujer ay si Maldito el hombre que confía en otro hombre, eso lo dice la Biblia. Qué pena de mí, por tapizado de ti como un perro yo me puse en contra, hasta de mi propia familia. Ay, si tú te fuiste con él, quédate con él, vete con él, porque si me lo da yo no lo cojo. A ti yo no te hago coro jamás, aunque mi cosita si coja mucho. con él, quédate con él, vete con él. Si me lo da yo no lo cojo Ya te di tu banda te voy a demostrar Que yo puedo seguir mi vida solo God, I love this track It just has such, like this beat just like drew me in immediately. And I knew when I heard the song that this would be like the first thing that I ever was able to bring to Veto that maybe she didn't know yet and would really, really like. <laughs> it's true, I didn't know it yeah. and it is so cool. I really, really love it. I love like the like the pan-Caribbean sort of thing that it's got going on with the beat. Yeah, it's like very like all reggaeton, like there's clearly a dembo beat, but there's a lot, I mean, there's like auto-tune, but like way up the wazoo and just like all sorts of funky stuff happening. And like I'm singing it in my head right now, like it's just, it really, it's super catchy. Um, and totally so shady. Oh my God. So this is, this continues on the theme of like heartbreak and women who've like broken your heart. And I'm really glad, Veto, that we're doing this together because you brought some female artists because clearly like all of my songs are like men talking about women cheating 
<laughs> about women who have scorned them. Yeah, women who have scorned them. So this is a similar, similar vein, but even like, I feel like he gets really artful with his insults and like, so I mean, the, the premise of the song is basically like this woman who lied to him about going with another guy and even like bribed his neighbor to not tell him. And so... He's just like going through the whole oh story Lord, and even shenanigans. He even like references the Bible and how the Bible says you should never trust, put your trust in another man. Like it just like, it gets deep, like all the layers of, <laughs> of deception. Um, and then he's like, you know what? If you went with him, go with him. Like I'm done with you, which is where the, why it's called Vete con él. Yeah, Vete con él. It's over. Like, yeah. Like, psh, like you made your choice. Bye. So I don't know if she's trying to come back or what, but he's just like, no. And yeah, there's so many good lines. The, the, video that we'll link in the blog post is like a lyrical video so you can really like get into what he's trying to say and, and see all the all the lines but there was one that really stood out which was plátano maduro no vuelve a verde <laughs> Ouch. which means like a ripe plantain isn't going to go back to green which is like the plantains are green. Ouch. and that's like a it's like there's no going back which is true like there's no going back but it's also maybe has a little bit of a slut shaming vibe to me right i don't know if you think veto it has that same tinge but something about like once it's spoiled it's like no good yeah it's it's probably slut shaming it's probably shocking. Although it might be also like, you know, once you've done this, there's no going yeah, back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like once you fucked up the relationship, there's nothing you can yeah. say. So, you know, we could we could maybe give it a pass. It. We could give it a pass. Yeah, we could maybe give it a pass. Yeah. I mean, there's something about fruit metaphors I think just make me think of like virginity and, you know, spoiled fruit and all that stuff, but yeah. Right. I I can't I, it's hard to say exactly. Um because, yeah, it's like shade for someone who cheated when it's a you know, man speaking to a woman can definitely have like some mis- misogynistic undertones. Yeah, the spoiled fruit thing does seem like a little bit, you know, yeah. it does have a historical context right. of slut shaming. It's, so. it's also just such a Caribbean reference. <laughs> <laughs> like, Platano Maduro. Yeah, Platano Maduro no vuelve a ver. Yeah, yeah. Correct. It's like so, Correct. so Caribbean. But yeah, this song is this song is is definitely a jam. I found it like I think on my Spotify weekly playlist. Um, shout out to Spotify; their algorithm really does get some good jams into my into my box that I would yeah, not otherwise totally. hear. Um, and I couldn't, you know, I couldn't find anything really about El Super Nuevo as a. I think it's just the, this guy, from what I can tell, but. Um, He's Dominican, which I, like, deduced from, like, looking at his Facebook page. But also, like, his style is so Dominican. <laughs> and Also, his very groomed eyebrows gave him away. Very groomed eyebrows. Book. He's had some pretty incredible hairdos over the years. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think you should check him out. I think he's been making music for the last couple of years. Doesn't seem like he's been around for very long. Yeah, well, this is a jam. I'm here for Yay. it. Yay! Okay, I win. I feel like that's, like, an accomplishment. <laughs> that I could bring you something you didn't already know. And it's not about just like coaxing you into liking bachata, but actually something that's like kind of in your, <laughs> it's more like in your style of music. Oh, so that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for listening. I hope that you've liked all of our shady songs. <laughs> um. <laughs> all the things. Oh, and I, I want to note that this is actually our 10th episode, Veto. Oh my God. Yeah. Us. We made it to ten. It's it, this is episode number nine, but we had a pilot, so this is our tenth episode. So, OMG, props to us. Felicitaciones, Flavio yeah. Menea. Anniversaries, and thank you to everybody who's been listening. We've really um, love hearing from all of you, and we actually were just featured in 
uh, Latina magazine like a week or so ago, and we'll put the link in the blog post if you didn't check it out. We got to do a great interview with um, Raquel from Latina magazine. Really lovely. She had a lot of great things to say. We had a conversation about the podcast, so you should all check that out. Um, and yeah, thank you for listening. You can find all of the links to these songs and their videos on radiomenea.com. And we're also on social media pretty much everywhere you are, so you can check us out. Yeah, we're at Radio Menea on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And leave us a review. Yes. Leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or wherever you listen. It really helps get uh, our podcast in front of viewers. Again, this is Radio Menea. Thank you for spending time with us. Much love to all of you. Bye. Bye.